This debut novel, published in 1929, became a classic in Indian literature. And it was later made into a movie of the same name by a young filmmaker who went on to become an international phenomenon. Hello, my beautiful listeners. I am the Greedy Reader and welcome to my podcast, Forgotten Books, where I bring you books that were favorites once upon a time, but are no longer remembered as they should be. The forgotten book I have for you today is the Bengali novel Pothir Panchali, which roughly translates to Song of the Little Road, written by the Bengali novelist Bibhuti Bhushan Bondapadhyay. And later, it was made into a movie by Satyajitre in 1955. It was his debut film and it went on to be a sensation. So coming back to the novel, initially the publishers didn't want anything to do with this because they felt that it was very, very different from the popular works of that time. Then there was a magazine in Calcutta called Bichitra who agreed to publish it as a serial. And then they said that the only condition that they would continue with it would be if the readers liked it. And if the readers didn't like it, they would just pull it off. But thankfully... Thankfully for us, thankfully for the author, and thankfully for Satyajitre, the readers loved it. And the novel was published in the next year, in 1929. I'm sure many of you would have heard it because of Satyajitre's movie. But today, I will take you into the world created by Bibhuti Bhushan Bhondapathyay. I had actually read the English translation of this novel, translated by T.W. Clark and Tarapada Mukherjee. So this episode is based on that translation. I can actually picture you guys listening to this right now. Some of you might be in your cars, some of you are at home doing your chores, and some of you are striding along on your daily walks. But no matter where you are, I want you to take a deep breath, relax, and let your imagination travel with me because I am going to take you to Nishchintpur, a small village in the interiors of Bengal in the early 1900s. Everything is different. The pace of life is different. The way of life is different. Come with me through this tiny village to the outskirts where there's a ramshackle house with extensions that have weathered many storms and is in a dilapidated condition. This is the house of our protagonist. The main man is Horihar Ray, who is a priest who hardly has any work. His wife is Shobhujaya, a woman who has been beaten down by life. There are two more people here when the story starts. One is Indit Thakroon, a wizened old lady who is Horihar's distant relative and Durga, who is Horihar's six-year-old daughter. This family lives in abject poverty since Horihar is not very successful at what he does. He in fact fancies himself a writer and wants to be known for his works. Unfortunately, he's quite laid back and he does not really work hard. So he is neither successful as a writer nor as a priest. And so it's his wife Shorbhajaya who has to bear the burden of managing a household with almost no income. Shorbhujaya had married Horihar with a lot of dreams of being a writer's wife, being accepted by the other families in that village, of leading a very comfortable life. But reality 
It turns out to be much worse for her. Being the poorest family has made them the subject of ridicule. And Shorbujaya, who had thought at the time of marriage that she would be invited to all the houses for festivals and functions, is actually kept away by most. And this makes her bitter and sharp-tongued. And in one way, I can really understand this, why she has become like that. Shorbujaya takes out a lot of her frustrations and anger on Durga. And due to this, Durga stays away from her mother and finds a playmate in old Indra Thakrun. Durga loves spending time with this old aunt of hers and Indra Thakrun tells stories to Durga. She listens to all that Durga has to say and they have their own secrets and jokes. Ironically, this angers Shorbhajaya immensely because Shorbhajaya finds that it's just one more area where she has been defeated. Uh, It's an area where she wanted to be known as a loving mother and now her daughter prefers the company of an old woman to spending time with her. So Shorbhajaya picks up fights with Indra Thakrun. One more reason is that Indra Thakrun is a distant relative of Harihar's. So Shorbhajaya takes out her frustration on Harihar on Indra Thakrun. And the two have massive fights. Uh, and usually what happens is Indra Thakrun is driven away by Shorbhajaya. And Indra Thakrun is a feisty old lady. I mean, she just takes a bundle of her clothes and whatever she possesses and she walks out. And she usually goes and stays in some relative's house. But... She always, always comes back because Durga is there and Durga is what Indra Thakrun loves the most in the world. And Durga also loves Indra Thakrun like nobody else. It is into this environment that Opu is born. Opu is the darling of the household and it is Durga who is his favorite. Opu grows up and the two children form a little world of their own. A small piece of cloth or a custard apple is a luxury for these children. And even then, even then they find happiness in the smallest of things. Opu idolizes Durga, who always seems to know where to have the most fun. She steals mangoes for Opu. She knows where the berries grow. She knows which trees to climb. She knows when the candy man will visit so that they can run behind him. The two children love jumping in the pond. They have secret picnics of their own. And they have this really beautiful, wonderful life. Durga is a wild child. She is also a lonely child once Opu starts school. Because since Durga is a girl, she is not allowed to go to school. And uh, since the other girls in the village have banded together, Durga is ostracized by them. She wants, to be in, she wants to be included with them, but she never is. And like I said, once Opus also starts school, Durga becomes lonely again. So even though uh, Durga finds that Opu is treated differently from her, she loves him. She loves him wholeheartedly. And funnily enough, Shorbujaya is a woman who wants... her children to have everything in life and she loves both of them and she is driven to despair often because she really cannot give them even the most basic of things like food proper food and this really makes her extremely sad so that is another side of Shorbhajaya that we get to see while reading the book Opu in the meantime 
has started discovering another world out there another world which has more people and another world which is very different from what he sees at home with durga and his mother and oppo goes with his father you know once in a while when horihor goes for certain priestly duties in some houses oppo also accompanies him and he finds that there's so much out there to see to s- listen to hear you know to absorb and oppo starts to enjoy solitude and residing in a world of his own imagination he loves the world of books he loves stories in the meantime indra thakrun and shorbojaya have had another one of their fights but this time indra thakrun is too weak and too old to take all the stress so she walks out but she desperately wants to get back soon and in her attempt to get back into horihor's house indra thakrun passes away and if you have seen the movie you will know what an intense scene this is and there is an actor called chunibala devi who has acted as indra thakrun and she lives that role i remember sitting and weeping and weeping and weeping because i was so upset by uh, indra thakrun's death and i felt especially sad for durga because indra thakrun was the one person who cherished durga a lot so while oppu is still in school horihor goes away to town in search of a job and this is the worst time in their life Shorbojaya finds it extremely difficult to survive with the measly amount that Horihor infrequently sends. She tries her best but it is becomes very difficult to take care of the children and to give them even food and it is at this juncture that the family has to face another huge tragedy. Shorbojaya who had held on at the worst of times breaks down in pain and agony. and horihor comes back and sees her broken he decides to take what's left of his family to varanasi and this is how the movie and the english translation of the book ends however the original bengali novel goes a bit further in the journey of horihor and his family so that my dear friends was the story of pothir panchali written by bibhuti bhushan bondopadhyay it's a testimony to the writer's skill that he has been able to write so authentically about the viewpoint of a child of how a child sees the world the joys that are uniquely theirs in life the author has also got village life down to a pat all the joys sorrows petty jealousies random kindness of people in a typical village all this has been brought out so well in the story and this is a story of dreams and disillusionments of life and death of women who have no option but to bear what fate has in store for them this is the story of oppu and durga of indra thakrun and shorbojaya of people who are bound together by joy and sorrow in fact i found horihor to be a very incidental character to the women in that family I hope you enjoyed this brief foray into a classic novel written in a language that I absolutely love Bengali and it's one of my fondest wishes that I would learn Bengali someday 
and even the script is so beautiful Bhuti Bhushan Bandopadhyay has brought us a story that's rich in descriptions of a way of life that's no more the rituals of village folk most of which are tied to the seasons is not seen anymore moreover the economy was more agrarian during those times and that is reflected in the lives of the people of Nishchintpur I find it quite sad that the earlier English translation of the story does not go the full way and it stops where the movie does. I found that really strange. However, Penguin has come out with a modern translation of Pothir Panchali, which I hope does justice to the entire book. So, on that note, let me bring you back from Nishchintpur into the hustle and bustle of your daily lives. There are actually so many gems in Indian regional languages that have yet to be translated. If you guys know of any book in your native language that is brilliant that you have loved, then do let me know and I'll try to find out whether there are any translations of that so that I can read it and bring it to you. I love regional literature and it would be really really great if you guys could give me some suggestions. So write to me on Instagram where I am the greedy reader. or on my website www.thegreedyreader.com or on my youtube channel the greedy reader i really 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 loved talking about this wonderful bengali classic to you and actually i'm finding it very difficult to come back from nishchinpur maybe all of you have been able to prise yourself away from nishchinpur and get back into your daily lives but my mind is still wandering there with opu and durga especially with durga I don't know but I have this strange affinity to Durga this wild child who wanted so much in life who found joy in so many little things in life I don't know I'm not going to tell you anything further because I want you to read the story this is the bare a skeleton of the story that I told you see all these stories all these forgotten books that I bring to you I tell you the bare minimum okay because i want you guys to go and read the story and find out how beautiful all these books are and now for the book recommendation of the week mango cheeks metal teeth by aruna nambiar this novel is set in a village in kerala in the 80s so i think if you are enchanted by the village life in pothir panchali that you just listened to then you should give this a try in this book 11-year-old Geeta comes to spend her holidays at the home of her grandparents. So you get to read about all that she gets up to and some of you I'm sure will get a lovely trip down memory lane. Uh the story is actually not only about Geeta but also about what happens in the house, what the adults in the house go through and also a glimpse into the lives of the people working there. It's light-hearted, beautifully written. and bittersweet in the way it touches upon the loss of innocence along with the joys of childhood so that my dear listeners is the book recommendation of the week which you should definitely check out it's time for me to say goodbye it's always a wrench leaving you guys and the world of stories but that's life so till we meet again my beautiful beautiful listeners you guys take care stay happy stay safe Bye bye